Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. Sorry if you missed us last week. There was a lot going on, so we had to skip, but we are back, baby. And you know what? Social media has definitely been going off this week. I am your host, Mackenzie, and I am joined by lovely Ben. Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited to chop it up. Yeah, exactly. So if you haven't been on the internet in the past 24 hours, you probably have missed this, but I feel like every single person that I follow has like either reshared or has commented or like has made some sort of comment about this like viral post that's going around that says like, let Instagram stay Instagram, like stop changing everything on Instagram. Have you seen this? So actually I hadn't, which is crazy to me. And so now I did some Googling before we started here and it, you're right, it is everywhere. And I'm, I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I just, so I do like, obviously, like we both follow a lot of content creators. We follow a lot of like social media managers and just people who are in the space all the time. And it's so funny to me how divided it seems like people are. So I have like a handful of people that I follow who are so about all the changes that Instagram's making and just like video focused content. There's one influencer that I follow um, her name's Sophie Milner on Instagram, and she is absolutely killing it on Instagram and on TikTok because she has gone so gung ho on video content. And one of her favorite things to do recently is just saying like, "Hey, you just..." Well, her whole thing is that she like she's been getting bored with the content recently, just across all platforms. She just hasn't been feeling creative, hasn't been feeling inspired. And then in the past, I don't know past like maybe six months she's been really really working on just not really caring as much of like making her Instagram post like beautiful and just posting stuff that she wants to do and it she's been absolutely killing it like she's been getting so many followers has like her engagement is nonstop. she posts a lot on stories and so from her side she's really really liking it and our friend Manu at your social team, she's also one of those people that's like, guys, what are you guys talking about? Remember Instagram stories when those were announced in 2016 and how much we hated them and we didn't want to do it. And now look at us, we're all sharing Instagram stories and that's all we like to do. So it's definitely split. How are you feeling about it? That's that's so true. I think we as people, we just like the familiarity of, what, of everything. So change is always scary. And it seems like the, the voices that are speaking the loudest against it are the ones that have had the most success with the way that it was before. It's like, of yeah. course, Kim and Kylie are going to say, bring Instagram back because they used to make millions of dollars for a post that took two seconds. It's like, exactly. of, of course, they're going to say that. Like, why wouldn't they go where your bread is buttered? <laughs> like, like that's, that's so obvious. No kidding. And also they, the way that that Instagram worked was rewarding people who lived like lavish lifestyles were really pretty pictures. They were yeah. very pretty people who lived very lavish lifestyles. So it's like, obviously they want that back. So I do think that the Instagram is not going to be doing things lightly. Like obviously these decisions are very calculated. And I think that the emergence of TikTok was very much because it was so approachable, like what you're yeah. saying, how your friend is getting all the success from just being real and being approachable. I think that there's a, a, a huge demand for that. And obviously they're attempting to, I think where, where Instagram pisses a lot of people off is they, they're just so spotty with it all. There's so many changes at once, like literally every time. single week. Yeah. There's so many new things. And it's like, and people, like a lot of people aren't very technologically inclined. So when they have to learn something new every single week, that's a huge like detractor from their willingness to try to use the platform. 
Absolutely. And like you had mentioned, Kim and Kylie Jenner, obviously Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, they both Mm -hmm. posted that same viral post and even attached a change.org link to it that says like, keep Instagram, Instagram. And there's, I think there's almost like 150,000 signatures on this, like this petition now, which absolutely blows my mind. But obviously there are a lot of people who just want to see static images and they just want to see their friend's content. And Maybe I'm just using, I could just be using Instagram differently than a lot of people, or maybe people just don't know these things. And that's what, obviously what we're here to do is to teach people about Instagram and social media, but you can mute their suggestions. Instagram Mm -hmm. is very, very much tailored to how you want to view their platform. So they're going to give you the content that you want to see. So if you don't want to see something, just click the little three dots next to the post and say mutes all suggestions for the next 30 days, and you won't see any suggestions whatsoever. I do that every single month. If I'm seeing content that I don't like, I will click those three dots, and I'll say mute all suggestions, and I don't see anybody's content that I don't want to see. See, and that's huge, but I think Instagram, that stuff, like that kind of stuff gets lost in translation. Like A lot of people probably don't know that they can do that. So maybe yeah. there's a, they need to do a better job of communicating that so that people can, can stop just complaining about every change because like that is <laughs> it, that is at people's disposal. But I, I, I would guess under half of people that use Instagram know that. Yeah. And I still meet people today that don't realize that the chronological feed is back, that they have to hit the Instagram logo <laughs> to see it. But they also, like you said, they make it hard to find those things. They are not going out there saying, hey, guys, like if you want to actually see your friend's post, click this. Or, hey, if you don't want to see suggested content, click this. But Mm. it's also helpful for them if they don't say that because they're actually, obviously, the algorithm is making you stay on on your Instagram longer when you're going through your algorithm-based feed. So they don't want to completely make that transparent, obviously. But it's mind-boggling to me, I guess. But also, I know I'm in this space. I know I'm on Instagram every hour on the hour, always looking for new things. So my viewpoint on Instagram is a lot different than most people's. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's, that's true too with a lot of these people that are saying that they, they really want it back is that they may just have loud voices, but Instagram's a for-profit business. So it's like, they're not going to be, they wouldn't do this decision if it was bad for their business. They're like legally not allowed to do that. Like the, <laughs> the like structure of a for-profit business is to maximize shareholder wealth. So to make positive business decisions. So if they had data that was saying contrary things to what they're saying, then they would be like literally violating laws doing the things that they're Absolutely. doing. So they'd be losing so much money. <laughs> exactly. Right. And so it's like, they don't, you think, you think Facebook wants to lose money? Like, no, they don't. Like, obviously, they're trying to like maximize profits here. And so if this is the way that they're finding that they can do that, then they're going to make these decisions. But yeah, I do think, though, there is more that can be done to try to merge the two. I think they've just been so over-indexing the video that people feel kind of neglected to what Instagram was. But I don't know mm-hmm. how you integrate that well. Like, what would you do if you like a magic wand and and you were head of product (laughs) at Instagram. Like, how would you merge the two? Today, um, Mosseri, Mosseri, whatever his name is, I'm never going to say it right. I'm going to say it differently each and every time. He posted a reaction video to everybody's reaction to this viral post, basically saying, 
hey, all of our evidence is proving that video content is what people want. Mm. They're saying that they want it. All of our numbers are saying that you guys are engaging with video content more. So we're saying that you need to start using videos more and more and more. However, when you're scrolling through the comments of that post that he did today, everyone is saying, well, the only reason that we're doing videos more and we're interacting with videos more is because you guys said that we have to do this more. So it's kind of like a chicken and egg situation because would we have more video content? Would be would we be consuming more video content if you guys hadn't told us that you're going to only focus on video content? So I do think a lot of people are right in that scenario, like asking those questions because they did say, hey, we're going to be pushing video content. We're going to be pushing video content. However, to go back to what I was saying before, I don't know if... I would keep pushing and pushing and pushing Reels content as hardcore as they are. Mm. And maybe instead of just pushing Reels, also pushing like static posts, pushing carousels, pushing guides, pushing every single thing that they pretty much offer on the platform. They have all these features. Start pushing all the features instead of just one specific feature. Yeah, that's a very good answer to, the, to a tough question. So first of all, kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think you're so right. Like I hadn't even really thought about that when I posed the question was, there are so many features that were a big rollouts at the time that mm-hmm. are afterthoughts now. Like I feel like Absolutely. there's so many ways that, that these platforms could be used or the features, sorry, like like guys, like I feel like they could that could be used very creatively. Why isn't that stuff being pushed? Like people still love a good static image. Like why can't that stuff, if the content's good, like, why can't that be given an opportunity? So I think that is the way to handle it. I'm sure logistically that's not super easy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not a, a, in in the tech world per se. So I don't know. But I, that would be a perfect medium. I, I would. You should give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> hey Adam, I, I have the next suggestion for you. You need to push all of your features instead of just one specific one. That's it. I, you should totally do that. You should say, yeah, I got some ideas for you. Maybe send them this episode. I was actually thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. Really, that'd be really funny videos if we could try to like go go to go to head office of Instagram being like with a sign. Being like, yeah. <laughs> Make Instagram Instagram again. I, I was thinking like, oh, I would love to interview him. Like that'd be so fun. That um, would be fun. I'm sure he would never do interviews. No. Well, I think he did one. He was like at a creator space. They did. They hosted a bunch of different creators, especially the ones who are allowed to have subscriptions on their accounts right now. Mm. They hosted like a big party with all of them. And so they got to kind of interview him and just like chat with him. Yeah, exactly. But we're not invited to that. You know, I'm going to make it my, my mission to interview Adam Zary <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Life I'm goal. Sli- yeah, I'm going to slide in some DMs and, and make it happen. There you go. Episode, what was it? Our last episode, episode before that, you taught people how to slide into some DMs. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do it. It's just one of these things where you're never going to please everyone. So it's like, I, I, I'll play devil's advocate here for the people that are hating all of this real stuff is that for a long time, there was this huge thing where it was so hard for new accounts to grow. And then Reels became the solution to that problem. And so then now people are just complaining about that. That's not the old way. So like there, there will never be one way that makes everyone happy. I, I can, I can see both sides. I think is the best way to put it. And I think that your solution of kind of like meeting in the middle kind of thing is the best way to handle it. But we'll see. I, I'm really interested to see how over the next few quarters how their user, like 
time active, like their active sessions goes up or down. Cause that's usually the biggest telltale sign as to whether people are just voicing their opinions very loudly, or if it's truly becoming less, less used that I'll be interested to see that. So there was a report that was released recently and the amount of people that open it is still more yep. than TikTok. So people like going on their oh, phone, really? clicking it open. However, the amount of time people actually spend on the app has gone down. Oh. And obviously TikTok has taken over on that. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Which it's like, it's still crazy to me, but it's also my first instinct. I still always go to Instagram first and then TikTok becomes like an afterthought. And then as soon as I open TikTok, an hour's gone and I'm like, oh no, what happened? Where, what did I just do? That is true. I, I would still say that I'm in the same boat where I go to Instagram first, but my sessions time isn't very long because usually I'm there mm-hmm. for a very, like trying to see things that I know for the most part or people that I know. And then after I've seen people's stuff, I then check out TikTok and you're right. Like time just flies by there. It That's does. why I try to stay off TikTok as much as possible because it is <laughs> a bit of time. Like it is crazy, but it is a yeah. suck hole. Like you get caught into like one video and then you like send that to a friend and then like a friend sends you something and then you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And you're like, Oh, I'll just do a couple more. And then I don't know if this is how it is for you, but whenever I get a TikTok video, where they're like responding to a comment, I immediately yep. have to go to that first video. Like the and then sometimes yeah. it like just becomes like a rabbit hole where you're trying to find that very first video. And then you get caught into the conversation and the drama of that certain TikTok. And yeah, it's just time goes by. Absolutely. No, I know. I saw this tweet that was like, I don't even think it was hyperbolic. Like, I think it was sincere. He is from this other podcaster and he said that TikTok is the most entertaining thing we've ever seen on this planet. And I was like, that's actually probably fairly accurate because like in terms of how much time people spend, yeah. the ability to captivate attention. I was actually talking to a friend the other day and she still has yet to download TikTok because she's like, I know how addictive like my own personality is. Mm. And I would just waste and spend hours and hours on this app. And I need to not be on my phone as much as I am already. <laughs> no, she's that's that's some peak self-awareness. That's awesome because yeah. I think a lot of people think that they'll have some sort of willpower to not spend a lot of time on it, but then those same people aren't looking at their phone time. You know what I mean? Like they're oh not gosh, paying attention no. to yeah. yeah, I think that's probably a smart idea because <laughs> it's too entertaining. Like they, and they learn you too quickly for it to not be entertaining. So for quickly. You. Oh my gosh. So you're it doesn't matter who you are, they're gonna suck you in. Yeah, okay, so here it is, the tweet. He says, fight me. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> is the most entertaining thing in the history of the universe. TV, books, strip clubs, sports, <laughs> medieval gladiators, a perfect sunset, Broadway, anything. TikTok is more, atta- more entertaining than anything ever. Isn't that kind of scary, though, just to think about that, that there is like an app on your phone that's more entertaining than to think that we've had anytime, anywhere in the history of the world. Oh, it's insane. It's, like, it's truly concerning. And it's, 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 that's the most mind-blowing thing is that that was created via like code. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like someone built, like people built this and then now it's manipulating or it's influencing Manip- people all over the manipulating. world. Manipulating. <laughs> yeah. T- <laughs> pick your word. Pick your, pick your language. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, obviously people are, there are still all the rumors and everything about TikTok 
and the data that they actually gather from you. And people are still very, very nervous about that. So maybe Instagram should just take over TikTok and become the platform for video so we can have all of our data with Meta and then go into the metaverse and then not be humans anymore. I think that's, that's where we're going. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how... Like, I'm so... I, like, obviously, I, I wish I could have a time machine and go see where Meta goes because it's so obscure, the approach they're taking right now, where it's maybe Zuck and his team are just so smart and so forward-thinking that it's going to make perfect sense in hindsight and it's gonna be like, oh, this was so obvious. This was the right way to go. But right now, it just seems very <laughs> scattered and all yeah. over the place. It just seems... Was the Black Eyed Peas song so 3008? Yeah, that's great. God, that's so stupid. I just, I hate myself for making that thing. But it's like that where we're made, like, obviously, like, we don't know where they're going. There's probably so much behind the scenes that they're obviously doing that we don't understand, especially like with Bitcoin, with the metaverse, with making these avatars. They just introduced avatars into Instagram and you can actually react on people's stories with your avatar now which i've been doing to my friends and they all think it's very creepy but there's just different things like that and then obviously fashion shows are happening happening in the metaverse and you can buy nfts on meta and they're definitely creating this world similar to the sims that you could just live in and it's like when do we make that like when is that transition going to happen where we're all just in the metaverse and not actually yeah. living outside in the real world. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> that never happens in my opinion. Like I hope that never happens, but I think for that to become super mainstream, it's going to come down to the peripherals. Like it'll come down to the devices being massively adopted, right? Like mm-hmm. the social, it took a smartphone being in everyone's hands. There has to be some sort of device or maybe, maybe Musk will put it in our brains, but there has to be something <laughs> There has to be something that we use to communicate and use these platforms that are being built. So I, I would assume it's not going to be implanted. I would assume that it will be a, a wearable, but it'll have to be one that is used by everyone. And that's obviously going to take a a ton of things. Like it's going to have to be yeah. far less expensive than they currently are. It's going to have to be more accessible, less technologically taxing or difficult. So it'll be interesting to see how how, how it all goes. Well, I mean, most people either have like a Google Home or an Alexa in their house yep. currently. I got one of those. So I feel like it would be something similar like that where I don't know if you saw this, but on Amazon Prime Day, Facebook had all Earth Meta. They had all of their little home devices on sale and okay. they all like immediately sold out. Oh, wow. So I was like, well, that's a great way for them to start integrating their own devices into our homes is by using one of the biggest shopping days in the world mm-hmm. and making their devices so, so, so cheap that people will just buy the crap out of it. So I don't know. Maybe wow. I'm like conspiracy no, theory over here. I don't, I don't think that's a conspiracy at all. I think that is absolutely like solid business strategy. And, and so... What devices are, I knew Facebook had devices, but I've never actually really looked into them. Are they just like cameras with mics and stuff? Honestly, I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, well, I, I know they had one. Yeah. Okay. So they had a portal, which is like a, something you put on your TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It might actually and be the portal. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm seeing that right now. And that makes so much sense. We're, so a lot, a lot of people, like you just, 
you actually dropped some solid business knowledge on everyone because they uh, they do the exact same approach with Google and Amazon. Like they lose money on every one of those that they sell. Like it's a loss yep. leader to for a data collection. So this is the exact same deal. So making it super cheap to get in everyone's house, that's a long-term play right there. So I still don't even have an Alexa or a Google Home because I was like, I don't know if I like this. I had one, but it's not plugged in. So I hope it's not still listening, but who knows? <laughs> I did this a couple years ago when my friends actually got an Alexa, but have you ever looked at like all the data it collects? Like, have you ever gone to Google and looked at all the data and all the conversations that it like records of you? No. Um, So I did that with friends and it's so creepy because they actually save all the recordings. So anytime you say, Hey Alexa, blah, 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 blah. They save those recordings. Wow. And I found that on a Reddit thread and we figured out how to get that data because this woman, her husband had passed and she just wanted to hear his voice again. And this person was like, if you guys had like an Alexa or a Google home, this is how you can like hear it. And so she had all these recordings of him. And so now all these people are like, oh God, like they actually save that? Yeah, cute in one context, very creepy yeah. in the other. <laughs> Honestly, it reminds me, and I know I bring Black Mirror up all the time, but it's like one of my favorite television shows of all time. But there's an episode in the second season, I think it's season two, episode one, called Be Right Back. Not mm-hmm. spawned. <laughs> not spawned. But basically, her husband dies in the episode, and this device gets made where it's an exact replica of what her husband looked like. And they get all of like his data from his phone and like what he sounded like from his social media platforms and videos from his social media. And they create her husband essentially so she can have him back. And it's just based on all of the data from social media. That's creepy. So I was like, that could actually maybe happen one day. God, it's it's terrifying to see where, where things will go. But that show is really, really interesting. I think the most interesting thing is because as technology progresses, it's more and more like conceivable. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, yeah, that could yeah, potentially happen maybe. So that is very creepy. So there you go, Black Mirror. It's always coming true. As far as other devices that Facebook is doing, they just added more to what what was it? Their Facebook Stories or Ray Ban Stories that they have those VR glasses. Mm. They now you can now use that for WhatsApp messages and actually use okay. WhatsApp with those glasses. So you can react, you can listen to messages, you can respond to messages all by using those glasses. That's insane. Yeah. So again, that's like another step into getting us all into, I guess, the metaverse if people start adopting this. But they are definitely working on those glasses, which I find very interesting. I remember when those were a big things in terms of like when Google Glass was released. And then obviously this is the next iteration of those things, but I can't see myself using those. Maybe I'll look back in a few <laughs> years and hear this and say, oh, I was, I was wrong, but I can't see myself. Like, I don't really see the appeal there. No, they're not for me. And also would they be recording people? Like when you're walking down the street, would it be recording what actually happens and is there some i know cctv exists and i know that people film on the street all the time but there is a different level of being recorded without you really knowing 
So would there be some privacy concerns with kids in school? Can they cheat really easily if they had these glasses on and like start Googling answers? Like where, like, where are we going too far? Like, when is it too far? Wow. Yeah. That application, I I, I forget that school exists because I'm like, (laughs) I haven't been in school for a long time. That's a massive application to, to any sort of technology is how it can be used in an academic setting. Like that is, that is actually so true where it's like, okay, how does this change that whole experience? And what is that good or is that bad? That's, that's quite crazy. Actually. I don't know. I have to ask my sister, be like, how do you guys cheat these days? (laughs) And what technology are you using? I remember we would always put it. So there was one teacher that would always let us have like a postcard Mm. and we could write down every little information that we could possibly fit on a postcard and bring that with us to a test. Because his whole thing was like, memorization is crap. And you're never actually, you're just memorizing just to memorize and then you're going to forget it immediately. So might as well just like write down all the information that you think you might need. And that way you're reading it, you're writing it down and Mm. you're processing all that information on this postcard. And then you can bring that postcard to class. Yeah, you probably would retain a lot more because that's why whenever I always say that for, there's a lot of elements that of conventional schooling that I really don't like. That's one of the biggest ones that it, yeah. uh, it prioritizes just knowledge dumping where you're not retaining any of, it, any of it. You have it in your head for like a day. You do the test and then I'll ask a lot of my friends stuff that like, what do you remember what we covered in this class? Not a clue. It's like, and it's like <laughs> didn't, didn't you get like a 90 in that class? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's yeah. helpful. Honestly, I was so good at memorization. I don't remember anything from school. <laughs> Because I was just like, oh, I just, I need to memorize this. This is what I need to know for class tomorrow. And then I would just like quickly go through the test, turn it in, get a good grade, and then immediately forget everything. Yeah, no, that's very true. It's, it's, it's crazy because when you realize that it really makes you wonder like, why am I, I guess I I always saw that. So I never really stressed that much about a test because I was like, this is stupid. I was like, this is dumb. Where I was like, my parents are like, oh, aren't you stressed for the exam? I was like, no. Because if I fail, it's not a reflection on like me, really. It's my inability to to memorize for for 24 (laughs) hours. So, no, I think that I think you're super right. And if if technology can be integrated into school in a creative way to actually make people retain more, I could see that being very, very positive because. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't don't know. There's a lot of tests that I wrote that I couldn't tell you what they were about, but I did okay (laughs) on them. So. Well, and it could also be a great way for, obviously, we all have to Google and know how to Google, but saying that, saying that you need to know how to Google, I don't know if you saw this, but apparently TikTok and Instagram are now the top websites and top like social media platforms for research and where people get their news. Which is concerning, but uh, I think but so yeah. too. But other, like all my other friends, are like, it's not that weird. I'm just like, it's not. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, I guess, in in the argument that I saw in the video, made a lot of sense. He's like, it's a far more compelling product, right? And it's it's dynamic. Whereas, if you go to Google and say you search something in, it's usually somebody who has really good SEO. It's like you and I understand SEO to a degree and marketing to a level where we're less likely to read something that's BS and not know that it's BS, right? Mm -hmm. But the average consumer of content has no clue. Like I can say this even before I learned about marketing and whatnot, I didn't understand 
that those blogs were there because of like very competitive positioning right. and, and lots of money being spent. So yeah. it, I guess in a way it could be more straight from the source if it's from a good like outlet. And he also yeah. said like it's, it's a video, it's way more engaging. So it is crazy. I think there will be things that it's used for and things that it's not, but it is, it is nuts. And at first actually I was like, there's, I was like, that's BS. There's no way that's real. But then I thought about <laughs> it more. I'm like, that actually, that's fair because of those reasons that this other video I had seen outlined. Yeah, well, and even um, last year, for the first time in 15 years, TikTok overtook Google as the most used platform or most used website. Like Google is usually number one, and they got kicked down to number two because TikTok has become the most used platform for people to research, to find news, like any of that. And the other thing that they were talking about, which I realized... After I was like, oh, this is crazy. And I don't know if I really like that people are using TikTok. Like, I feel like a boomer because I'm like, oh, I don't like this change. But I realized that I do the exact same thing. I go on Mm. TikTok and as I'm scrolling through, they'll be like, oh, here's a really great restaurant recommendation. Or if you're looking for a cocktail bar, here's a really good recommendation that I, that this person that I trust and follow, they go to. Or when I'm on Instagram, they're like, hey, I just watched this TV show. I think it's the best TV show I've ever seen. You should watch it. So I am getting recommendations, but like subconsciously I'm not, or consciously, you know, subconsciously I'm getting it. Consciously I'm thinking I'm not. And it's just fascinating that I'm getting all of this and I haven't even realized it until I had to sit down, have Google tell me from their own data that people are getting all their information from TikTok. And I'm like, no, they're not. And then I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I am too. That's so true. Yeah. And I think I would say I'm the same way where I take recommendations all the time. And I even save these recommendations into lists on the app. Yes. But I haven't haven't gone as far as to seek out things yet. I haven't haven't done that. Uh, that. That has not become a common practice for myself. I still go to YouTube actually for a lot of the same reasons. The fact that it is a video. It's more engaging. I don't have to read mm-hmm. like, like all those yeah. things like, yeah. I still do, <laughs> but I'm just far, I just, I'm far more on YouTube just because I feel like you can, uh, weed out biases a little more and, and sponsorship because of longer form content, but I'm sure I'll start doing it on TikTok. I haven't really tried, so I can't say it, it's bad because I have to, yeah. I have to even try. <laughs> I think most of the reason why I get so many is because I was like, Ooh, that looks like a nice cocktail bar save. And then now it's just like, Hey, you saved this one cocktail bar. So we're going to give you all the cocktail bars. Cocktail bars. Yeah. They're so, so smart. It's crazy. <laughs> and what about your page that you were making about like your UK foodies, the heat wave? Yeah. The heat wave hit. And then that's I was fair. like, I hate this weather. I hate everything. Uh, that's a fair excuse. Uh, I heard it was crazy. <laughs> it was really, really hot here, but I did make exactly two. I made two this weekend, actually. Nice. How'd they go? One has 402 views. So there we go. Solid. It's got two saves. So two people Let's saved go. it. Oh, they want to go there. They do. But yeah, who knows? I'm going to Greece this week. So maybe I will take some video content and be like, hey, here's this secret beach in Greece that you should check out and save. And then nobody's going to like it either. So <laughs> my goal of being a TikToker, it's already I'm going, no, it's not going to happen. I think it can. I think it can absolutely happen. I think you should keep doing it. I'll try. I'm already doubting myself because I feel awkward, embarrassed by being like, 
I'm going to try to be a TikToker, guys. Here here I am doing stuff. And then I'm like, oh, God, people are going to think I'm lame. <laughs> but it's stuff that you actually know. Like you, you love going to these places and, and you know the difference between good and bad. It's like it is providing a service. And I think that a lot of like food bloggers, they'll become food TikTokers and stuff like that. So I think absolutely. Like, I, even, I even know a ton of people that do that all the time and they get free food and free experiences and stuff like that. So that's going to be you. <laughs> I just think, and I tell friends this all the time, I wish that I had started things so much sooner. And it's through embarrassment and through just like being like down on my own self and my own content. That's why I've never created stuff. And my friends have said the exact same thing. Like they are really good at content, but they just really haven't put themselves out there. So if you are an inspiring TikToker, YouTuber, content creator listening to this, just do it. Just do the thing. Don't be like me. Don't be lame and just be embarrassed because you know what? Nobody's actually thinking about you as much as you're thinking about yourself. Yeah, nobody cares. And the potential return is potentially crazy. Like imagine doing the things that you love, making money to talk about them and then getting them for free. And that's so feasible. Like like I don't (laughs) think people understand how real that is and how possible that is. So 100%. Listen to McKenzie and and do it up. Just do it. (laughs) Do it. Because you said real, it reminded me of be real. And Mm. I saw a TikTok today that made me laugh. That they were like, just you wait. Instagram is going to steal be real's idea and make something called Instagram moment. Where Mm. you have to like post something at at an exact time. And so Instagram is going to steal that thing that be real does and as the guy's like explaining it i was like oh my god he's so right this is what they're gonna do next like this is gonna be their next thing as you were saying that i said in my head that sounds very instagram (laughs) instagram moment or whatever yeah in the next like few months this guy is gonna be correct i will link his video in the show notes but this guy is gonna be correct they're gonna have something called an instagram moment or just like I don't know. I liked his Instagram moment. I think that's a great title for it. But where you're going to have to turn on your notifications, that's how they're going to get you back into the app. So you start scrolling more on on their algorithm page. You're going to have to post and it's only going to be out there for a second. I could totally see them copying that. Like that makes complete. Yeah. That sounds very on brand. And our editor, shout out to James. He pointed out to me last time and he also did like a little voiceover edit of our stupidity of how be real got their funding they have like a huge backer but it'd be very interesting if instagram does this will people not want to join be real anymore and will they want to jump ship and go straight to instagram if they create these things that be real does or will be real still be a thing and will they figure out how to actually make money on their platform and their app and start building and building and building yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. I, I, I still feel like Be Real is a huge gimmick. Like I, I, I really, really do. I, I use it often, but from a business perspective, I don't see how that could possibly make money. And didn't we didn't we figure out that they got like 500 million funding or something like that? Like, didn't yeah. you say that, send me something? Yeah, our pod, our, God, I can't talk today. Yes, we did. Our lovely, lovely James, who does all the edits, he sent yeah. that over to me and he's like, you guys are dumb. Like, what are you talking about? This is what well, you need to know. Well, didn't we say that they must have had funding? Because how they have so many employees? Remember, we've talked about that. Yeah, we knew that they had backing, but we just didn't know where it was coming from or like how it even got started. 
I, I can't believe people gave him that many millions, but hey, by all means, they, they must have a bigger vision in mind. But I, I, to, to answer your question, I don't know. I, I think that, I don't think the feature would be used as much on Instagram because people are still concerned about who they have on Instagram, seeing them in a not positive light. Whereas the whole be real selling point is that it's, I think in their tagline, it says just your friends or something like that. Yeah. And I, so, but I also think that people, it might just go linked to like maybe your close stories close or friends maybe list. it could be something where there, a lot of people have been talking about how they want Instagram to be authentic again. So mm -hmm. it could be something like that where they're just trying to yeah, make no, it authentic and just like be on the app. It's true. I, I think that that close friends list thing solves that problem right away. So that could make a ton of sense because they already have these people already. Like they wouldn't have to go find anybody yeah. in be real. They already have them on Instagram so they can just add them to a list. That makes a ton of sense. And then it could also help with people like content creators who have subscribers who like subscription based people who their subscribers are added to their close friends story. And so mm. they get that real content that other people don't get. So that could really, really help them as well. Yeah. No, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they, if people use that, if it's brought in, I feel like that'd be pretty easy to create. Yeah, for sure. It would just be like a little notification, but then you would have to turn your notifications on for Instagram, which I personally don't do. Scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's opening up a new can of worms. That uh, is not anything that I want to do. No, I, yeah, I don't. I leave mine off too, just because it can go so many ways. But yeah, that would make a ton of sense. Imagine if he, imagine if the guy gets his prediction completely right. That'd be crazy. Even the name, that'd be nuts. I would hope. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? And you know what? You know, Instagram's out there. They have all of their people on TikTok, like looking for ideas yeah. and like all that. That's definitely something because it's now like a viral video. It's definitely something that they're going to be like, oh, maybe, maybe this is what we need. 100%. Yeah, no. And again, I think that they could create it fairly easily. So it is something that they would probably do. But yeah, only time will tell as with only many of these things. And yeah, I guess we're going we're gonna to find out together, <laughs> which, may, which is exactly why you got to tune in next week. Exactly. Speaking of Be Real, I just got a notif notification. So get ready. You're going to be on my Be Real. What up? I always look so stupid on these. I, what do they do with the reverse camera? Like, I always look like Jay Leno, like when I have like a really long face whenever I, whenever it takes like the selfie photo. Yeah, it is a little strange. Does, cause I had a few of those where I was like, oh, that's not the best. <laughs> but, <laughs> be real. You, know, you, got, you got to be real. Oh, man. All right. Well, is there anything else that we want to talk about? Uh, I think that's all I got for, for this week. We talked to, we covered quite a bit. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Talk Social to Me with me, Mackenzie, and lovely Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And it was lovely to speak with all of you. And it's <laughs> lovely to speak with you, Mackenzie, as always. As ever, please check our show notes if you want to look up any of the things that we're talking about. So with obviously that viral post on Instagram and also that TikTok that I saw. Please follow us on social media. We are at flick.social across all platforms on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Twitter. I am very active on Twitter, so please follow us over there. And also follow us on our newsletter, which is also Talk Social to Me. How funny is that? It's so clever. We're so clever. <laughs> Do it. And then, you know what? Just throw us a five-star review because that's really nice and you like us. So that would be great. 
I've heard that's what the cool kids are doing. It's true. They are. So thank you so much again. And we will see you or you will hear us next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.